Hello, my name is Ayana Major Bay, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. On this episode, I am joined by Salisha Thomas, who is an actress, blogger, and former Disney vocalist. She was in Beautiful, the Carol King musical on tour, as well as on Broadway, and a former Miss California. We discuss her having no sense of urgency to complete her own projects prior to the pandemic, and pivoting her priorities from career to family. Also discovering meditation during this time is like a vacation, and asking herself the question, who am I now, without a show attached to her identity? Here's our conversation. Well, hello there, Miss Salisha Thomas. How hey, you doing? girl, what is up? You know, still in this quarantine. Right, <laughs> right, right. Where are you right now? I'm in New Jersey. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I made it out to California. Got it. Um, so the beginning of this quarantine was not cute mm-hmm. at all. At all, at all. And in fact, it was like a shock to the system. It's like being around people all day in a, in a new job that I was excited about. And then like just wake up one day and the world is shutting down. And then the next day I got laid off after Broadway shut down. I'm like, oh my goodness, what do we do? We just go home? Like, what do you mean? Ayana, like literally I went right. home and Googled, what does it mean to stay home <laughs> And Google yes. was like, not leaving your house. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, is that where we're at? Yeah. But it's been nice out here in California, not gonna lie. Because you're from Cali, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I've been I I'm a New York City taxpayer. Like New York is my home, but like I grew up here in California. And so my family, they're down the street. And mm-hmm. it's nice. It's nice. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I like New York is my heart. But right now, all the reasons why I love New York don't exist at the minute. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't mind taking a step away for a minute. I don't feel like I'm missing out. You know, I have the worst FOMO ever. Right. That's fair. I think we're all kind of like that. We're like, well, we're not. We're not missing anything in New York right now. Right. As much as we want to be there, we're not missing anything. We can do all of these things in our homes. Like we're doing this podcast from 3,000 miles away. We're 3,000 miles away from each other. I'm like, ooh, Mm -hmm. auditions are like this. I'm like, I'm kind of liking this. Not going to lie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, girl. I'm like, wait, I could do all this from home. I don't have to be on the New York subway running from Ripley to right? to right? Actors Equity down to I mean, Chelsea. I don't got to. But I will say, though, that is how I met you. And that mm-hmm. is like a way to make friends. It's like when you are yes. running all over the place and like seeing people in a building, like, and then you see the same mm-hmm. faces. It's like, oh, you're a familiar face. Mm, I like your spirit. Girl, let's be friends. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I do miss that, but I do not. I'm not mad about this convenience, though. <laughs> hmm. Yes. I'm not mad about it at all. And right. and it's just that, you know, the hustle is different now. Yeah. The hustle's on a screen. <laughs> the hu- Yeah. It's like, how's your lighting set up? What kind uh-huh. of quality is your camera? Do you uh-huh. like what's your sound quality on your microphone? Like, it's a different kind of hustle. <laughs> Yes, yes, right. it is. Because of this 
quarantine and, and New York shutting down and our industry shutting down, what have you now pivoted into and what are the skills you've learned because of this? Okay, well, I will say like, um, this quarantine has been a blessing in disguise, in disguise. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, the thing with the quarantine, the thing with the pandemic is like people are still dying. It's not like, oh, everyone just go home and um, have vacation at home, staycation. Like, yeah, if you stay healthy. And so that is like always in the back of my mind, like can't be dumb. Don't go out mm-hmm. and party, you know, and do things that, you know, still stay home. But a God willing, assuming that you're staying healthy, it's been a a huge blessing. I've finally gotten things like I've tapped into things that I've wanted to do for so long that I've not had any reason to like uproot my current state to do. Mm -hmm. When I was in Mm -hmm. Beautiful um, on tour and on Broadway, I didn't have a reason to start my blog. (laughs) Right, right. I'm like, "Eh, I'll do it. I'll do it later. Like no sense of urgency. I was chillin and then eventually that show closed and that was the first time that I was like hmm well you still chillin and I I did get another show and then I was I worked for 11 days before um the pandemic and everything officially took over and now I've had even more time to like okay what is this so I've been able to focus. I've been writing a book for years, but when I started writing this book, it wasn't like, oh, I am writing a book. No, it was just like every day I just felt like writing and I did not know what it was. And my friend was like, well, you don't have to know, just keep writing and maybe it'll turn into something. And it has. And so like, I've finished it. Like I finished a draft yes. of the manuscript. Congrats. I, thank you. Thank you. Like yes. it, it's still like, ugh, the thing is I'm talking about things that I'm like, am I ready to talk about this publicly? Like I'm happy that, mm-hmm. I've, that I've got a draft done, but I'm like, am I ready to share it? But either way, like mm-hmm. I've taken a how to get published class at Gotham Writers. I'm like super excited mm-hmm. about it. Like, um, and finally started my blog finally set up a a setup for um voiceovers um mm-hmm. which I've been lazy about and finally it's it's done those are like the 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 main things and also I would say um pivoting my main priorities from work 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 everything is about career to wait no how about family yeah <laughs> I hate that it took me a whole pandemic to be like how's my family family doing? I mean, well, think about our industry, you know, those who aren't in it, I guess not going to understand how we can sometimes be so consumed by it. And I'm not saying that it's good or bad. It's just that there are moments when we do get consumed by it and we turn around and go, oh, wait a minute, Uh, I haven't checked in on my family. Right. And the way like Broadway is set up eight shows a week, that's six days a week. That does not leave you much time to make your friend's wedding, to make your dad's Mm -hmm. retirement, to make like whatever, like you got one day and guess what? It's a Monday usually. (laughs) Right. It's a Monday and you want to go to bed and sleep. Nobody call me. I'm not doing no press. I'm not doing nothing. I'm Right. Like no one is like scheduling their things on Mondays unless you're in the city and you're like, okay, I'll put my cabaret on a Monday. You know, it's like you miss so many things, but it's like when you're doing what you love and you have a family that is supportive, it's mm-hmm. easy to get lost in it, <laughs> you know? Yes. But this has been a good opportunity to 
reprioritize, 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 you know, like what is actually important when you strip everything else away. Mm-hmm. Guess what? March, April, and May, I was sitting in my studio apartment in Manhattan by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. That would be the dream under other circumstances. But when you, right. you're you're not riding the train, you're not in Central Park with your friends, you're not going to Broadway every night. It's nope, it's just me in a box. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. This is a wake up call. Right. Like, hello, wake up, y'all. <laughs> wake up. Do I need a dog? Do I need a man? Shoot, where are my parents? <laughs> like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Right. I mean, for real though. After that, when June came around, you were like, maybe I should take a trip out to Cali and like be with my family. Yeah, I wanted things to calm down a little bit because I didn't want to like travel out to California in the thick of like everything happening. Like at the end of May, it actually started to calm down just a little bit in the city. And so I was like, this might be a good chance, a good time to get on a plane because I've not wanted to do that. And Mm -hmm. also, like, um, I'm so blessed that I have a place to, like, quarantine away from my parents here in the city or else I would not have come home. So many of my Mm -hmm. friends went home right after everything happened in March and Mm -hmm. got coronavirus and then gave it to their parents. And it's, like, all my friends and their families have been okay. Thank Mm -hmm. God. But, like, that Mm -hmm. is scary. Uh Uh-uh. Yes, it Uh -uh. is. I will stay in my box by myself in in New York, if that means protecting my family, you know? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But no, there's a place for me to stay out here away from them, but like down the street. So thank you, Got Jesus. Oh, right. You have your own space. Yes. Oh, God. What this quarantine has brought up for us, like pivoting in the industry and pivoting your priorities as well. It's like, okay, yes, you know, we can do things from home now, but also my family is now the priority. Yep. Um But I would ask you, how have you pivoted before this? You know, I would say like when Beautiful closed, because that show was a part of my life for four years. Um, Mm. And before then I was working at Disney and Disney allowed me to like go do a regional show and then come back. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. I've been fortunate enough to always be employed. So when Beautiful closed, that was the first time that I had to like, all right, so Salish, like, <laughs> like pep talking, you mm-hmm. want to be in this industry. You happened to be in a show that ran for a long time, but a lot of times shows do not last as long as that one did. Sometimes mm-hmm. a show is open for a month. Sometimes it's a year. Sometimes it's less than a year. So you, it, like that was the first time that I asked myself, is it realistic to just do Broadway with nothing else and make mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. living just doing Broadway. So that was the first time that I pivoted. I'm like, ooh, okay, maybe I should look into getting a commercial agent um, mm-hmm. and setting up things so that Broadway is not my only line of income. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. When it goes away, that's a scary thing. You know, right now I'm okay, but like savings doesn't last forever. Like, Girl, <laughs> you know, say that again. Right. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. like, that is like the first big pivot. Like, okay, I've got one line of income. 
But to make this industry realistic for me to keep paying my mortgage, which is not Mm. cheap, I'm going to need more than one line of income. So if one thing goes away, that's okay because I got these things over here. Um, So that is like now at the forefront of my mind how to make that a thing. And then the other pivot in a whole different way is when George Floyd was murdered and everybody's at home sitting on their couch with nowhere to go. Everybody had to sit Mm -hmm. and watch it. Like, obviously, I'm Mm -hmm. black. You're black. This is not new to us. But for the rest of the world, they're like, oh, my gosh, what? Okay. And I'm like, y'all, this has been happening. This has been happening. I did sit and watch all 10 minutes of that video. And and Mm -hmm. this did feel, I don't know, like a little different, even for me. Mm -hmm. It was such a like, this is so blatant. Like something snapped in me. Something like a fire ignited in me. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So this, now there is a line in the sand. What side mm-hmm. are you on? It is not, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to say because this election and everything, I don't want to even get into politics because it stirs up so many emotions. But when it comes to like, George Floyd could have been my dad. Mm-hmm. I am done playing games. Like in pageants, I did, I've done so many pageants over the years and I've learned how to say um, my opinions on things and not offend anybody. Um, mm-hmm. And to walk the line and say it in such a way that you can hear my point of view, but it's in such a polite way and you're not offended and all these things. Well, this is something that like, there is no walking the line. Like this is not okay. This is not okay. Like it is right. time There's to no stand. Way. Yeah. Like it is time to stand up like mm-hmm. and and make a stand like this is important. Not just because it's trending. Not just because like Disney released a statement or because Ben and Jerry. No, it's important because like my family is black. It's important because one day I might want to have kids and they're gonna be black <laughs> they're gonna mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. even if i even if i marry or you know somebody who's not black they still gonna have my blood it's like they're be, still gonna exactly they're still going to be black to the world and i cannot have people being murdered innocently just because of the color of their skin because now that means that my future children's lives are on the line period mm-hmm. so right. um <laughs> that is like something that is definitely been sparked in me since all of this like I've not thought about it in those terms ever mm-hmm. I've always been the kid and now I'm like over here knocking on 30 guess what like I'm like one of the I'm the grown I'm the grown up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm like I'm I'm trying not to like blow my feed up with a bunch of stuff but I do when I'm moved I will put it on my stories I'll put it on my page and if you're not down oh please unfollow me (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to like make you feel comfortable. Nope. No, not right now. I mean, yeah, there's no, no more comfort, no more. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this or maybe I shouldn't speak up. Or like you said, you know, in pageants, walking the line of like, walking the line, but I'm going to make sure not to offend anybody. No, we're not even walking the line anymore. No, we're not. And I, I know that like our, our candidates, and I don't really want to get into this. I'm so sorry that I'm even bringing this up, but I know that our candidates are not perfect on the Democratic side. People have got a lot of problems with Kamala and all of these things. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If you don't vote, 
it's going to be more hate. There's going to be more divisive. There's more people dying in the streets. So it's not a, Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard. It's like, yeah, it's hard, but it's just for me again. Okay. I'm just going to say this and we'll move on, but and then we'll move on (laughs) and then we'll move on. We'll move on. We're not going to get into politics, but it's just like, I know people are like, well, I don't like this person. I don't like this person. I don't like that. But I'm like, consider there is no option not to vote. Right. This is the thing. There is no option not to vote. Exactly. So you're going to pick one to vote for. Even if you got to hold your nose and mark down a pen, close your eyes, whatever you got to do to get through the vote, but you're going to (laughs) vote. Because this is not, we're not, our country is, it's not good right now. And and Hillary, in her speech, she was like, in this DNC, she was like, y'all, people have come up to me and they're like, I should have voted for you. She's like, this cannot be another time of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Yeah, yes. Yes, this cannot be another time. 180,000 people have died. Like, that's too many. That's too many. Jeez. That's too mm. many. And too the number many. is still growing. So, like, this is a time to, like, really make your voice heard. Yeah. And, I, I, like, yeah. what I'm struggling with and, like, challenging myself with is, like, to approach it in love. Like, there are people mm. on the other mm-hmm. side. And not everybody is going to agree. <laughs> don't agree especially right now but if we just keep like fighting and not listening to each other Mm -hmm. then nothing will ever get solved so it's like even though it is cringeworthy for me to listen to somebody who supports literally the opposite standing next to the kkk like trying to Mm -hmm. you know like i still challenge myself to listen right I know, like... <laughs> listen, right, listen. You're like, I don't agree with this, but I, don't I need agree. to try to listen. Yeah, like, where are you coming from? Like, how does your brain work that you think this is mm-hmm. okay? But, like, if I can listen, maybe we can come to some kind of common ground, but... Right, right. To, it's a challenge. We're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is, agree to disagree. Um, but we're going to move on, because we're about to get down the rabbit hole of politics. We're not going to do that. Because... All of our shows are shut down, you know, whether it be Broadway, regional theater, the West yes. End. Yeah. You know, I have friends out in Germany doing shows. We kind of get, and, and I'm going to speak for myself, I can kind of get, you know, my identity wrapped up or attached to a show. Uh, so yeah. you're like, yeah, right now I'm an actress and I'm in Hairspray or I'm in this yep. or I'm in that. But now that we don't have a show to attach to our identity, yeah, it was like a halt. You're like, wait uh, a minute. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, like my building where I live in New York was under construction, like the entrance was under construction for so long. And I saw the contractor almost every day. And one day he spoke to me. He's like, I don't have a good Irish accent, but he was like, you're the actress. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I guess I am. Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, and it felt so good to be the actress in the building. Like, but the, the thing, it's like, that can't be our identity because what happens when it's stripped away? Mm-hmm. Who are mm-hmm. we now? Like, right. n- does that mean that we're nobody? Does that mean that we're worthless, useless? Uh-uh. But we've got to figure out who we are without titles, without, like, the thing that we do, not doing it mm-hmm. on a daily basis or on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Now who are we? And so, right. like... That has been interesting. I will say that I have had a positive experience investigating that 
mm-hmm. because it's not I don't feel alone like that I'm the only one trying to figure it out right now I do feel like there's a lot of people who have lost their jobs um, and right now our whole industry is obliterated it, you know mm-hmm. it's like I'm not the only one. It's not like, oh, I did a bad job and now like what what am I? No, it's like, no, we're all going through this together. Um, and so and now so I have found other things like blogging and writing, but like I'm trying to be careful to not be the writer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be the blogger, to be, you know, it's like, how can I go forth without continually finding peace in mm-hmm. like these title like the titles the ti- yeah. yeah yeah I mean what do you think how do you feel about this I actually heard the other day someone really put this into perspective for me and her name is Audra McDonald <laughs> Audra McDonald puts everything <laughs> into perspective but that's a whole nother story um but I was um, watching a webinar and this young lady named Sandra Garcia was on and she is a black woman who has this marketing and branding company and doing this webinar with her. And she's talking about you are the tree. So basically think of yourself like Ayana Bay or Salisha Thomas. You are the tree. You are the trunk of the tree. That is who you are. That is your identity, your name and the things that people think about when they hear your name is your identity, you know? So like when I think about you, Salisha, I think about joy. I think about love. I think about oh. a smiling face, like, yes, oh, just a warm thank presence. You. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. But that, you know, that's what I think about when I think of you. So she's like, that's the, that's your first identity. Like, let's go back to that. When someone says your name, what do you want them to think about you and so it's that and then continuing you know you're an actress so that's another branch of you of the tree but you are the trunk so there's the actress branch you're there's the writer branch there's the blogger branch you know for me it's now the actress but the voiceover branch now and the podcaster branch but I am still the trunk of the tree the tree and so even if I were to take a branch away and cut a branch off Okay, you're still you. I'm still me. Or if another branch flourishes while not necessarily ignoring one branch, but the other one, you know, has a couple more leaves than than one. Yes. Doesn't matter. Still the tree. So when I I heard that on a webinar with her, I was like, thank you, sis. Like, thank you for that information. You know what? I love that. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so I'm I'm now starting to try to live in in that space because yeah my den- identity was definitely connected to oh I'm an actress yeah oh I'm a this oh I'm a that right which I still am but I, I, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna get on stage oh and that's what I love doing right you know what so along with this thought so what that you've just said with the tree trunk and the branches I have found in meditation that when I'm mm. actually like in it that that is kind of how I feel like there could, this, it might be a loose connection. I see the pictures in my head, but I don't know if I'll be able to articulate it clearly. Like yeah. there can be a million things happening around me and the world and the chaos that it is in. But like when I'm meditating and when I'm actually able to shut off the noise and go inward, there is mm-hmm. an inner peace that like 
no matter what the actual circumstances are, oh, I just lost my job. Oh, what's going to happen? Um, the people around me are getting sick. Like no matter what's happening around, like in that moment, in the present moment, we have such a gift. Mm-hmm. The present, not thinking about the past, worrying about the future, but right here, right now, think about it. Like mm-hmm. all my needs are met right now, right now, right. all of my needs are met. Mm-hmm. And whenever I am able to ground myself and remember that, it makes me feel like, um, I don't know how to connect this, but that's the trunk of my <laughs> piece. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the trunk of your tree. The trunk of my tree, like the base of my piece of like, yeah, things can be all over the place in the world, in my, in, even in my personal circle. But what about right now, right here, right now? Like close your eyes and just breathe. You got breath in your body? Mm-hmm. There, I have found so much peace in, in meditation. I have not meditated ever before this pandemic. Yeah. Now I do it every day. I do it every day. I love it. It's like mm-hmm. an instant vacation. I had no idea how many channels are playing in my head at once. Ayana, like seriously, I'm thinking at least seven different things and I always have a song playing in the background in my head. Like, and sometimes a different channel is turned up louder than the other, but there are so many things that I'm thinking about at once. And here's the thing. I love love, love to think. So it's not ever, it's never anything that's bothered me. But when I learned mm-hmm. how to meditate and I turned down all the stations that are playing in my head, all the things that I'm thinking about, if I'm reading a book, watching TV, talking to my friend, texting somebody, posting something, listening to a music. If I turn down all of the, so- all of the noise at once, mm-hmm. it feels like vacation. Except, guess right. what? I didn't have to get on a plane, spend $2,000, and get away. No, all I had to do was turn my phone over and close my eyes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, yeah. oh, I am here for this. You mean this has been here at my fingertips my whole life? Oh, Come my on. God. Right. Okay. Yes. 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 I, I, I 100% agree with you. This has been here the whole time. And the whole time. It's I I started a sleep meditation. Uh, I guess it would be last year. For me, it's not during the day; it's at night. Thinking about all of these things, and you're just like, mm. Ayana, you have to go to bed. Like you have a full day tomorrow. Like <laughs> wow, why are you yeah. even worried about this? So mm. mine actually started with sleep meditation, just nice. to put on something, you know, and the affirmations and things at night. And then now, because of this pandemic, it has moved into just. Okay, girl, you you doing a lot. Go sit down for five minutes and meditate. And yeah. yeah, it has always kind of been it has been there for us, but we just haven't realized it. Oh and no, not at all. Like ever. Like, Wait, this is I'm like here. Because the thought of it when you're not into it, it sounds weird or woo-woo kind of like mm-hmm. going to therapy sounds like, oh, I would never do that until you mm-hmm. do it. And you're like, oh, until- this feels good, honey. You're like, I should have done this years ago. <laughs> I should have done this years You mean you take my little $25 copay and we just talk about me and I don't have to feel bad? Like, oh right. no, this, this is, you're here to solve my problem? Oh, this is <laughs> not solve my problems, but you know, right. it feels good. And meditation on the outside, some like to me at least, before doing it was like, you just sit there. Mm-hmm. I got other things to do. I'm busy. 
I don't mm-hmm. have the time. Well, guess what? Time happens to be elastic, which I'm realizing. Like think about a minute with your hand on a hot stove versus a minute talking to you in this podcast. Two different things. Yes. A minute with you, Ayana, is not enough. A minute with my hand on a hot stove, it feels like right. a lifetime. Time uh-huh. is elastic. And 10 minutes, even just 10 minutes meditating, puts my whole yeah. day in order. Puts yes. my whole, because it starts with the mind. Everything starts with the mind. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. such a beautiful gift that I would not have slowed down enough if it wasn't for this quarantine to realize. Yeah. I mean, you said it very eloquently. That's what it is. It That is one of the gifts that has come out of this quarantine for not just us, but I think a lot of people. Okay, let me take the time to take care of myself mentally mm-hmm. and spiritually and physically because actually this is forcing me to do it because this virus is not, and actually, well, all of the viruses that we are experiencing now, because COVID's not the only virus we're experiencing, but experiencing, Hello. but all of the viruses we're experiencing are forcing us to be physically and mentally and spiritually just ready. Yes. And and leveling up and leveling up. That is that is the word. Like seriously because before this, you better believe I thought I had my spiritual game on fleek. I thought mm-hmm. I did. And this mm-hmm. was like <laughs> I don't. And now it's like, well, how can I up my mental health, self-care, overall health game in this most challenging time that is just across the board. I hate the word unprecedented because I've heard it a million times in 2020. Oh my God, I'm over that word. I'm over it. I know. (laughs) Somebody needs to write the book called Unprecedented. (laughs) That's a new book. Somebody write it. (laughs) Uh, I hate that word because everyone's like, this unprecedented time. (laughs) But it is though. Like it really is. Like if you can up your your spiritual game during this time, we're going to be freaking bulletproof coming out of this. Bulletproof. Okay. Yes. Bulletproof. Bulletproof. You're coming out bulletproof. You could, honey, throw it at me. What you got? Bulletproof. <laughs> if I am able to figure out how to survive during a pandemic, go ahead. Throw me, throw me in a Broadway show that lasts for two weeks. Yes, my heart will still be broken, but I'll be like, I've been here before. I know what mm-hmm. to do now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes. Because there is nothing like looking out into the audience and seeing your your audience starting to dwindle and being like, oh no, you know the inevitable is coming eventually, but not knowing yeah. what you're going to do. Now it's like, all right, I feel like a freaking pro. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, if I can survive without Broadway right now, that means that when it comes back, it will be so much sweeter. I'll be able to enjoy it so much more. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that's a perfect segue. So what do you hope for and pray for and want for our industry when we do come back? What do you hope we have learned and and also have put together and created so that we can show the world when we do get back? You know, that's a big question. I I do hope that like in terms of equality. I I hope that like when I walk into a room that I see other people that look like me. I do Mm -hmm. hope that even if I don't see other people that look like me, that I feel like it's a safe environment. 
mm-hmm. that like the people who are in the room make me feel like, hey, if you are feeling something, please be feel encouraged to um, speak up and to say something. So mm-hmm. that like I I hope that it just feels like a safe space. And I personally would like to stop limiting myself. Like when I go out for auditions, and my agents have have tried to do this and it's me who I'm like, Oh, that's not a black role. I I can't do that. Like Mm. to, to switch that, like, yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Like if it's in your voice range or if it's in your wheelhouse of talents, like just because who the original was, you know, happened to not look like you doesn't mean you should write yourself off. Like I, Mm -hmm. I do hope that I'm able to expand my own view of myself and stop closing doors on myself to give right. myself like, you know, like more, more opportunities. Cause some of those doors aren't being closed by other people. They're being mm-hmm. closed by me. So, um, I do, I hope I can grow out of that. Um, and I do, I hope that like the audition processes are streamlined. I mm-hmm. like being in the room, but it would be nice if they're, I mean, like, think about it. We spend hours traveling to waiting for, you know, to be in the room for mm-hmm. two minutes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I mean, 20 minutes if it's a good one, you know. But sometimes yeah. it is in and out. and But the yeah. prep of getting into the room has taken hours. Hours. And so. Hours. Hours. And. <laughs> You know, it's kind of nice. Like, I feel like I'm actually able to get so much more done with everything happening on my kitchen table. Like, Right, right. You know, like, I got a workout in before this podcast and, and a shower. And in, in New York, like, going for a workout, that is already a moment. Like, mm-hmm. going to a 1230 class in Midtown takes me... 40 minutes to get there, got a schedule. Like mm-hmm. it there's, and then 40 minutes back, like, Oh, but I got to eat. Like there, t- it takes mm-hmm. so much time to do any one activity. So yeah. if it's streamlined and all online kind of really maximizes our time. You said it maximizing our time. We are really able to maximize our time. Yeah. And for the first time, like I went to see um, my goddaughter a few weeks ago and on my way, I needed to stop and get something. But I, for the first time ever, I was like, you know what? I think I can just order that online and it will come tomorrow. So instead of me wasting 30 minutes where I could be spending with my goddaughter, I'm just going to order that online so I can go spend more time, quality time with somebody mm-hmm. who I love. It's yeah. like a, a subtle shift, but huge in terms of like what matters mm-hmm. to me now. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. What would you say to artists right now who are struggling to pivot? You know, this is not easy. Well, I'm going to say some advice that I'm still taking because even though I am in a good headspace right now, it's still Mm -hmm. like I still absolutely have bad days and Mm -hmm. times where I'm like, oh, wait, what am I going to do? So I definitely am not exempt from this. And so when I when I am struggling, I take a minute. And I will meditate. I'll start with meditation. Um, but I take it moment by moment because if I try to solve everything at once, it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It is overwhelming. When I start thinking about the what ifs and the negative side of the what ifs, 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I am more aware now if I, if I have catastrophic thinking, I know mm-hmm. that that does not help anything. It does not help me to worry. Um, however, a good dose of, if there, if you have a, like a good dose of fear that kicks your butt into action, right. that is productive, but just sitting and wallowing and, um, being afraid and worrying it is really a rabbit hole of, it is not. Um, but when you're in that space, when mm-hmm. you, cause it does happen, it, it does happen. It does. It, does. it happens to me too. Yeah. Right. I, I do give myself a little grace and allow myself to feel the feelings because when I try to push it away, they harp on harder. It's, Mm -hmm. it's worse. So feel the feelings, but also start game planning. Even if it's like baby steps, like I started my blog. I'm not, my goal is to monetize my blog. I've not, actually monetized it yet eventually I would like to but I know that it's not going to go from zero dollars to a jillion dollars like just baby Mm -hmm. steps in the right direction because every day is going to add up these one days Mm -hmm. um I got this from a musical called this is treatment written by Elizabeth Addison she says in the in the musical that she wrote those one days at a time sure do add up eventually a whole bunch of time is going to have passed so if you do a little bit each day into the direction of what you want to go into, mm-hmm. it will amount to something at some point. You fill a lake one drop at a time. Right. So um, I think every little thing matters. That walk around the block matters. That mm-hmm. I'm just going to write for seven minutes matters. I'm just going to call up somebody who I need to mend something with these little things in the right direction matter. So I would say it's the little things and to pay attention to the little things. And when things are overwhelming, really take it moment to moment. That was beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and just being open. And the last thing that I want to say to you before I let you go is that I acknowledge you I celebrate you and I uplift you. Yes. And I claim that. Thank you, girl. You're welcome. You really are a light, Ayana. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Salisha, thank you so much. You're right. The present moment we have is such a gift. And discovering meditation is definitely like a vacation. I encourage anyone listening to take it one step at a time, one note at a time, or one page at a time. Thank you again, Salisha, and thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon.